Hail, adventurer. Before you get started on your journey, I have a quest for you. If you find yourself learning anything or laughing at any of the jokes in this episode, then tell your friends about us. This noble adventure helps us here at our small village defeat the Dark Lord, only known as the Elk. As the show grows, our village expands, and that allows us here to produce more and higher quality episodes for you to learn more about the dangers that lurk beyond the veil. It also allows us to give back to those that built us up in the form of future giveaways and cool events. Only the heroes that find the new podcasts can defeat the algorithm and bring justice to the oddcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to Obscure Dragons and Dungeons. Close enough. <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we know what we're doing. Today? We're going to be working on Boggles. <laughs> Why are you giggling over there? It's just a funny name for the a creature. <laughs> I don't know anything about this, so I'm excited. Oh, oh. Yeah, he's been a DM for like 10 years, so I'm hoping to, I'm trying to find stuff that he doesn't already know about. Oh, I kind of know a little bit about him, but. A little bit. Like always, we're going to start out on 2E, and it's going to be a CR 1-8. They are typically, I think throughout every edition, they are chaotic neutral. Uh, you can find them in any terrain. Especially subterranean, it specifies. Boggles are cowardly lot that tend to be whiners if threatened with violence. They have low intelligence, but the cleverness of monkeys. <laughs> Which is funny. They'll taunt, bluster, and scold with their gibbering from a distance, it says. Okay. Little monkeys. Little monkey. That just like laugh at you. No longer a monkey. I think this is actually the weakest creature we have the history of on. Because it's uh, second edition's XP equivalent is to uh, a one eighth creature, you said? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it is the lowest. Yeah. yeah it's like one of the weakest things. I tried to I tried to do all spectrum of <laughs> uh, buggles. Do not value treasure, but they do like bright, shiny objects such as precious coins, gems, and jewelry, as well as bits of polished junk. <laughs> Yeah, like crows. Yeah, and they can be tempted with food and sweets. Underground crow monkey. A family of two, two, eight adults and young live in a pocket warren, which might require the buggle to use a dimensional portal ability that it has. Of course. <laughs> it's basically a whole underground that they live in. It's pretty cool. Uh, boggle kids tend to be more roly-poly than their adult counterparts and will roll and bounce rather than run. Okay. And then old boggles are extremely rare as they tend to lose their sight, sense of smell, and elasticity as they age. Okay. What do these creatures look like? Because now you're bringing up like rolling kids and monkey sounds. What do they look like? <laughs> <laughs> they are three foot tall, hairless humanoids with rubbery hides with that range in color from dark gray to blackish blue. They have large, bulbous, bald heads with large ears. And the rest of their body parts are disproportionate and may vary from individual to individual. For example, their noses may be large and misshapen, broad, flat, or mere slits on their face. <laughs> you think the no-nose boggle ever gets picked on at boggle school? Mm, like, maybe. Oh, look at no-nose over there. The Voldemort of the boggles. <laughs> Uh, their arms, legs, hands, feet, torso, and abdomen vary from spindly to oversized and misshapen. They are able to stretch and compress their bodies 
making cartoon giant hand and smash the shit out of you. Fucking Mr. Fantastic, what? Yeah. <laughs> they, they basically are able to misshape body parts to expand, grow in size, stuff like that. Shrink. That's why when it talks about the old Boggles and how they lose elasticity at age, meaning they can't do that ability as much anymore as like they get older. Like old rubber. Yeah, like how in old people, their skin is very saggy. It's very stretched out. Okay. That's kind of what happens to them. Start, I'm starting to feel a little bad for these creatures. Uh, Boggle, oh, you're not going to feel bad for them soon. Okay. Boggles have a rudimentary language of grunts and whistles, and they can be trained to understand others, but they cannot talk. Okay. It's like a dog. You can train it to listen, but not. Boggles have an exceptional sense of smell, and they can detect invisible creatures by scent. Like most typical creatures that live underground. There's a lot of invisible stuff underground, too. <laughs> yep. Uh, other races, such as goblins, hobgoblins, and orcs, have been known to use boggles as watchdogs and trackers because of their sharp senses. They end up being like little slaves, basically. <laughs> okay, I'm starting to wonder when I'm going to start not feeling bad for these guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they can spider climb at will. And their favorite tactic is to climb on the wall, leap onto their prey from above, and bring their hind claws, off, like into the body. Okay. They latch on. Pretty grotesque. I, I'm picturing these creatures look a lot like uh, Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Kinda, but they're three feet. Yeah, Smeagol is pretty short. He was a, was he a halfling? Yeah. Uh, unless acting as guardians, they tend to be thieves and raiders rather than a serious physical threat. They can attack with claws and bite. If both claws hit, the boggle can rake the thing it's hitting with its hind claws as well, which is two attacks. Okay, so it latches on with its its hands and then kind of kicks you with its feet. Yep. Like a cat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> or like monkeys. Or, yeah, I guess uh, monkey, I don't really ever see monkeys using their feet to attack. Well, they are like little hands on the backs. So I guess they, they could. Underground monkeys. Uh, Buggles can also stretch their limbs and bodies to twice their normal length or contract to half size. <laughs> Again, that is elasticity. Grow or shrink. <laughs> yep. Their resilient hides reduce damage from weapon attacks by a negative one per dice of damage. And they naturally resist fire, saving against fire attacks at a plus three and suffering only half or quarter damage. <laughs> so they're a little beefy, just a little bit. I mean, you just stab them with a sword. It's it's equivalent to a CR one eighth creature. It's probably got like 10 health. Yeah. Actually, in second edition, it's probably got like three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, buggles can secrete a viscous, non-flammable, oily substance from their pores in their skin. And not only does this make them hard to catch, but anyone treading on the oil, except those adapted to slippery surfaces like the boggles, must make a dexterity check or fall down, taking one round to stand up. I'm sorry, that just reminds me of the greased up deaf guy from Family Guy. <laughs> You'll never catch me! <laughs> <laughs> they're small, but they're very slippery is kind of their thing. The most unusual power of a boggle is its ability to use any complete frame, such as a hole, a door frame, grill work, a pocket, or a bag, as a dimensional portal. What? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> They can literally go through a keyhole and be like, bye! And then just disappear to that hole that they have underground. Yep. That's crazy. 
That's so fucking cool. Uh, they can jump, <laughs> reach, step, or poke their head into one frame to appear from another frame within 30 yards. <laughs> allowing them to grab or strike from an unexpected direction if a frame is available. Oh my god. <laughs> or to pit pocket you. Picture this. The bad guy is a boggle, right? His yeah. lair is nothing but doors. Doesn't make any sense what they... Just There's no walls. They're just doors connected to doors connected to doors lined up in peculiar perpendicular patterns, right? Uh, you have to traverse this to the heart of it to get to the boggle. But the boggle can just kind of poke out from every door and attack you. <laughs> this is this is starting to think, feel a lot stronger than I might have given it credit for. Its power is kind of low. That's probably why it's a one-eighth, but it does a lot. You could do a lot with the creature. But only boggles are able to use these portals. But it might be possible, it says, for enough of them to pull a man-sized creature through. <laughs> Sorry, kid, we're kidnapping you. <laughs> yeah. Come with us through the keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> They're like little thieves, basically. Monkey thieves. Kind of giving off the the vibe of uh, a Harry Potter house elf. You know what? That's probably that's very accurate. It does it does kind of feel like they're they got like the same diversity, size, shape. But they're more mischievous and they're not tied down to household. Yeah. You're tied down they to their underground need socks caves. To be free. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for two E. Now we're on to 3.5. I'm sorry, I'm still waiting for the part where I'm going to hate these creatures. Oh, just wait. I'm loving them. <laughs> I don't know. It gets a little dark at some point. Okay. Uh, That's probably 5e, though. Probably. Where we have more lore to go off on. Lore. The lore. 3.5. They are CR3 now. A little stronger. A little stronger, which I think... In 2E, they should have been classified a little bit higher because of the stuff they were able to do. Yeah, the ability to teleport kind of makes them stronger. I think Wizard of the Coast kind of realized that for 3rd yeah. edition. And th yeah. 3CR <laughs> seems a lot better. But now we're more classified. It's a small, monstrous... Small, monstrous humanoid. Wow. The climate or terrain that you'll most likely find them are any land and underground. They're, but now they're solitary... And they'll either be in pairs or in a crew, which is three to five of them, instead of two to eight. Okay. They're a little bit more... Made a, a bit tighter of a circle for them, it yeah. seems. Less of a, a spread in how many boggles there are. That's yeah. weird. I don't know why they did that, but all right. They have improved grab, which if a boggle hits an opponent of up to one size category larger than itself... With its claws attack, it deals normal damage and attempts to start a grapple as a free action without provoking an attack of opportunity. If it hits with both claws, it can also rend in the same round. The boggle has the option to conduct a grapple normally or simply use its claws to hold the opponent, which is a minus 20 penalty on grapple check. <laughs> well, third edition in 3.5, it's easy to be like, wow, that's a lot for fifth edition, because it is, but in 3 3 and 3.5, uh, numbers can get ridiculous in that game. A yeah. minus 20 is kind of like a minus 5. In either case, each successful grapple check it makes during successive rounds automatically deals claw damage. That's I I like that. They've, they they kind of took the the attacking you with the the 
arms and then kind of digging into you at the feet and turned it into a mechanical thing they do now in combat. Yeah. And then Rend, as we stated before, is if a Bogla hits a single attack with both claws, it latches onto the opponent's body and tears the flesh. Probably with its back back legs or yeah. it's, it's two legs, not its back legs. It's not a multi-legged creature like that. And now their teleporting ability is more specified to Dimension Door. Oh, like the the, the spell. spell wording of it is similar to Dimension Door. Yeah, they can use it up to six times per day. They have the caster level of, of a seventh level caster. Okay. I mean, for a 3CR creature, it's not terrible. I mean, I don't like that they nerfed my cool prankster dude, but... <laughs> <laughs> And then they have Grease again, where Atwill Bongo can create and secrete an oily, viscous, non-flammable substance from its skin. And it's basically function as the Grease spell, except that its range is touch, and its duration is one round per hit die of the Bongo. About four rounds, typically. So it's it's more... Uh, quantifying the spell-like abilities that these creatures have. Like, this is a natural ability for the Boggle to do, but they have to attach it to something that makes a lot of sense. So it's like, it, it secretes all of this stuff, but what does it? What does that grease do? Well, let's make it like the grease spell. Yep. And then it makes it harder for the Boggle to be caught, and Boggles are immune to effects of this substance. That's cool. They have the ability to just walk over grease like it's nothing. <laughs> because of its perpetually oily skin, a boggle gains a plus 10 racial bonus on escape artist checks. That's pretty cool. And then, like stated before, they have a very good sense of smell that it's a feature that they can detect approaching enemies, sniff out hidden foes, and track by sense of smell. Yeah, I think in 3rd and 3.5, they uh, it's not advantage or disadvantage. They, they get like a flat bonus to... Uh, whatever perception rule. <clears throat> the escape artist check too uh, is worth noting that uh, I hate that it's not in fifth edition because it is uh, the only skill you would use to actually like break out of handcuffs or escape a grapple or you know stuff like that yeah, instead no, of rolling just... athletics or an acrobatics, yeah. which I find five e could have been better. <laughs> but I couldn't find anything for four e. <laughs> So we're going to skip right on to 5e. Are you sure you don't want to turn these cave-dwelling monkey men into uh, aliens from space? <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't find 4e. Any, any of it in 4e. Or I might just not have the book edition or Yeah, something. we might not have the proper resources. Which, hopefully as the podcast grows and the audience gets better, we can actually put more time and money into the show to produce better. Yeah. Have more information. Have more information, because we don't want to provide all the information. But in 5e, we're back down to a CR 1A. Oh. Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) But we're now a small fae. Okay. Instead of a monstrous humanoid. Uh, they're they are now described as little boogies of fairy tales. Okay, so fifth edition is doing what normally fourth edition does, and just kind of flipping it out on its head. Yep. <laughs> uh, they lurk in the fringes of the Feywild and are also found on the material plane, where they hide under beds and in closets, waiting to frighten the, the bed evil folk with their mischief. Okay. They're basically boogeymen now. I like this. 
uh, Abagal is born out of feelings of loneliness, materializing in a place where the Fey Wild touches the world in proximity to an intelligent being, being that feels isolated or abandoned. Goddamn. It is common for forsaken children to conjure a Boggle and think it is imaginary friend. Oh, God, this is just turning more and more tragic. It will also appear in the attics of widowers' houses and even the caves of hermits. They they can literally just pop up. Okay, well, I mean, a lot of phase stuff, as long as, like, the area between the Feywild and the Material Plane is close enough where they intersect like that. So, you know, you get cool pop-up creatures like this. Uh, they will engage in petty pranks to their amusement at their host's expense. It describes stuff like they'll hide tools, they'll break dishes, they'll scare livestock, and will even hide babies in attics. Okay. They'll just take your baby and put it up in the attic. You know what this is uh, sounding a lot like? Uh-huh. Uh, now that it's bogging, boggling my mind. Ha, get it? <laughs> <laughs> um, you remember that game I was playing? It was called Black Book. The, yeah. the Russian card builder roguelite game. Yeah. Uh it's kind of sounding like the, uh, they're called shorts. They're like Russian, uh, they're Russian demons that witches use to cause mischief or help people. That's what they're sounding a lot like, where they yep. just kind of get summoned into being and then just kind of cause mayhem. Uh, they will seek to cause mischief, distress, and the occasional unintended harm, but not mayhem. Oh, well. <laughs> they don't seek to cause mayhem, but they like to pay petty. Little petty. pranks. That's, that's yeah. the face side of it. Kind of like fairies, just kind of, oh, I'm going to steal your hat and throw it in a volcano. Ha ha, good prank. <laughs> no, they're not, they're not that bad. Oh. They're just going to break all your dishes after your husband dies in your attic. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that, that's a lot better. I mean, it's like, it's like, uh, what's the word? Or what's the phrase? Like, yeah, they're chaotic. They're very chaotic beings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also make decent servants to strong-willed masters and wicked creatures. Things like Fremorians and hags will shelter boggles and warlocks that form packs with Archfake command them. See, they're, they're, they could have, they even have it right there. I don't know why they went with the face stuff. They just made this the Russian demons because they already have <laughs> deals with hags. Yeah. Uh, boggles will even form alliance with very charismatic individuals for the right price. Okay. Yeah, you buy them just like the Russian demons. Yep. <laughs> uh... Again, they can excrete oil that can be slippery or sticky now that can disappear in an hour. Okay, I do like that they changed up the secretion that they have. Instead of just making it greasy, they can just make it sticky too. Yep. They can also create a personal dimensional rift as a bonus action that can be up to 30 feet away. Oh, so now they just conjure their, their escape rift out of nothing instead of having to go through a doorway or a keyhole or... Yep. Some sort of hole or entryway, like a bag or anything. You just fucking, look at me, portal out. <laughs> and then, again, it has advantage on checks based on smell. And instead of claws now, it just punches you. <laughs> Did away with the, the cool monkey and around your body and clawing you up all over the place so thing. It don't, like I said, in cartoon, big hands and then punches you. I do like that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a tiny little creature, and then suddenly a big, like, giant-sized hand <laughs> punches your body into the ground. It went from something actually kind of fearful and, like, scary to more, like, petty things. Yeah, it went from something petty feral things. to fey. Like, the fey are just trickster, uh, shitty pranks. They're, they're not... 
It's not going out of its way to attack you. But I feel like the 5e has a little bit more flavor for it. I do. I like the 5th edition one. Uh, I don't like that they went with the fade instead of the abyss for their background, because, again, they could have just really leaned into that Russian uh, folklore, but... I don't know. I kind of like them both. You got that Smeagol creature from older editions. You got this cool fade creature from new editions. This is this is one of the ones that I, I'm coming out of it feeling a lot more neutral instead of hateful about the fifth edition one. Because <laughs> fifth edition tends to like just absolutely like gut the shit out of it. Yeah, fifth edition ruins a lot of things. I mean, they nerfed it, but they also made its lore power a lot more on par with its mechanical power. Yeah, it's a little bit more easy to play with. You could easily use this as like a creature for an encounter or something when you're low level. Oh yeah, you can easily devi devise like a whole mystery adventure around this mango. Like uh, a woman posts a note on the board like, hey, my house might be haunted. You go in there expecting a ghost, but in fact it's this boggle who every time you just see it at the corner of your eye teleports away. Yep, exactly. And then you find out, like, the woman has this tragic past, her husband died, and this dude's here, and you find some more information about them. It's a good gateway to, like... lonely child or something. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like it could be a good uh, creature to introduce to a, a, a group starting a Feywild adventure, because this could be, like, the end to the Feywild. You know, you follow this creature, you, you grab him, you interrogate him, and then you learn of where the Fey touches the, the material, and then you go into the Feywild. Or even just like a simple like ghost adventure or something where it like plays on the supernatural, but it ends up being something completely different. Yeah, it ends up being Faye instead of a ghost. <laughs> I, I do like this. You, you have a lot more versatility when planning this creature into your world. Still wondering when I'm going to hate this creature. <laughs> I thought you were going to hate it whenever I put down the fact that it just likes hides your babies in attics. Hides your babies in attics? I mean, I like... My favorite creature type in D&D in general are, are demons, so, like... <laughs> it's gonna take a lot for me to hate something. Nah, you're just more disappointed that it wasn't a demon. I'm, I'm disappointed that they didn't lean into the Russian folklore creature, which is so <laughs> closely related to what this creature is. There's a lot of things in different folklores that are kind of like this. Yeah. I guess there's some fey like creature that does a lot of what this Russian folklore short does. I mean, and then it falls into the thing of Faye where they're very, like, tricky. I don't, I don't know too much about the the occult or any sort of folklore outside of what I've actually gained any sort of interest in. I think that's it. I think we're done. With that, it's back to the dungeons. <laughs>